I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, everybody. Before I begin, I need to take a second to thank my friends over at Giant Bicycles. Yes. Yes. How do you define the ultimate cycling experience? That is up to you, but the mission at Giant is to help you make it happen, to create the ultimate cycling experience for all riders around the world. Whatever your style, passion, or terrain, Giant has the tools to fuel your adventure. Check them out at your local bike shop. Check them out there. Go to your local bike shop. Find a dealer that sells Giant bikes and check them out there. Or if you want to just kind of get a preview of what's to come or what you can be offered or all the cool steeds you can straddle, helmets you can put on. I don't know. They sell all kinds of stuff for everybody. Head over to GiantBicycles.com. Big thanks, Giant, for being a part of the podcast. Speaking of the podcast, let's do this. Welcome to the podcast that truly believes that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, although not the best Christmas movie. That's right, this is the Pack Filler. I am Pat Bulger. Hey everybody, if you're listening to this before Christmas, I hope all goes well. If you're listening to this after Christmas, I hope you made it through. I'm going to confess something to you guys. I am uh, looking at my computer screen I usually write up my intros at least kind of the bullet points I want to talk about in these segments of the podcast you guys probably fast forward through anyway to get to the guest Um, and I had a whole lot listed here a whole lot written down of things I was gonna just kind of you know talk about what's been going on talk about what's new talk about uh, you know my plans for the holiday and things like that and um, I don't know if I'm going to do that today I'm uh I, I apologize for hitting you guys with this two shows in a row, but you can fast forward if you want. Um here I had all this planned and all these things going and I was talking about, you know, 
I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm, and some part of me is really excited for the holiday, but once once I get to a specific age and with the, I guess, political climate in the world, um, I tend to a little apprehensive about getting a large group of people in a room with uh, alcohol-fueled conversations. And, you know, it, it, I guess I could almost say it's kind of that what was me thing, you know? And I, I, I found myself in a little bit of short-tempered self-pity, whatever we want to call it. And um, I was going to kind of hopefully humorously rant about that on the intro to the show today. And then I, I, I got some news today. And uh, again, you guys, I'm sorry about this. Um, I, had a, I had a high school friend of mine pass away just a few days ago, unexpectedly. I don't know the details of it or anything like that. She was, uh, was kind of one of those people who I didn't really know very well in high school. I was kind of one of the, you know, I was the nerd bike racer kid and she was, she was a jock. She kind of hung out with some of the cool kids and uh, I, didn't, I didn't do that a whole tent, heck of a lot. I didn't really find my stride, you know. But then I kind of got to know her through social media, and I got to know her at the at our most recent reunion. And um, anyway, I, I found we had a lot of things in common, and I, I was really starting to kind of not, you know, I, I don't know, I, I was I was clicking, and it uh, and and to find this out and to to have that, you know, that that dose of reality that I guess it's all. I, I, okay, I'm sorry if I'm getting off fragile and weak but you know the the fragility of it all just just kind of hit me in the face about an hour before I was supposed to turn this mic on and start talking about these things and introduce the show um and so i guess i guess for the purpose of this podcast i'm i've made a decision that um i i guess i could drop dead any day any minute and um I just hope that I will have gotten rid of the excuses and stopped worrying about some of the petty things I tend to get angry about. And here I'm thinking about all these things I was going to be upset about and tight, uptight about over the holidays, and all of a sudden that just it just hit me like a brick wall that how much of bullshit that all is. That if I'm sitting at a Christmas table and somebody has a political opinion, I don't have to listen to it. If... um if I want to, if I'm going to race at a high competitive level again, I, I've got to quit saying maybe this year and just make it the year. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I might be rambling. I apologize, you guys. Um, and I was going to talk about fun Christmas list ideas I had and, and that all just seems really silly right now. So Lorraine, I'm not going to give you her full name. Lorraine, I guess, thank you. Thank you for the friendship, and thank you for giving me a little dose of perspective. I wish you didn't have to do it. I guess I could always just hop on my bike over Christmas, although I'm not going to have one with me. I'm trying to find a way to segue into the show, you guys. I'm trying to find a way to mention thanks to my friends at Giant Bicycles that, yes... The stable at the Bulger household is back up to the right number. Uh, I told you guys in the last episode that I had I had parted ways with Schmallow, the LaPierre, who is now getting very good, happy wintertime miles underneath 
my good f- friend David, Dismount Dave, and uh, and so I've I I told you guys that I was I was out for a new road bike and um, I got one, you guys. Yeah, you've likely guessed at the open of the show and what I mentioned about Giant. It is a new Giant TCR Advanced SL2. I paid for it. This is not a sponsorship thing, you guys. It's Multaney Orange. It is orange. It is so brilliant looking. If you guys get a chance to log on to that website, look at the orange, and then that's and you might you I don't know. Let me know what you think. It's it's a little bold, but I I feel I can pull it off. I haven't even ridden it yet though. I just stare at it while I while it sits underneath the monitor that I use to do my workouts on on the stationary trainer on the erg, and I'm just staring at it. I won't put it on on the trainer. I, am I the only one who's overcautious this way? I won't ride carbon fiber on a, on a stationary trainer. I just don't know why. It, am I out of my mind or am I being overcautious? Did I hear somewhere that there's a rule that you shouldn't ride carbon bike? I could be completely full of shit, but the bike is badass, you guys. Full Ultegra. I didn't go Durace. I think it came stock with Ultegra, and I don't care. I think the Ultegra is just fine for me. Carbon ribs, beautiful carbon ribs, tubeless, and built with this. And here's my nerd moment, and this is, I guess, another tribute to Lorraine. I found out she was a geek, and I found out way too late in life how much of a geek she was. And um, It's got that ride sense. It's got a Bluetooth transmitter in the chainstay, and you download... You download the app to your phone, click a couple things, scan in a number, and the next thing you know, it it pairs with your Garmin, it pairs with your phone, it pairs with Strava. It's got speed, cadence, and I think that's probably it. Just, you know, speed, distance, cadence, that kind of stuff. And my heart rate monitor is Bluetooth that I use on the trainer anyway, so now I've got all of it dialed in. It's awesome. But the problem is I got it, you know, this time of year, and it probably won't see the road until spring. Because I won't take it out in the shitty roads. I'm too anal about my brand new bike. Oh, it's going to be cool. You guys have also de- decided with this you know, sh- shot of reality, and, and here we are at the end of the, the calendar year. I think it's time to set some calendar events on, uh, on the plan. It's the only way I'm going to get this, this happening. I, I found that, and I don't know if you guys are the same way, that if I don't have something to train for, I'm not necessarily going to train. Um, it's, it's tough fitting things around the announcing calendar, but I, I'm, I'm thinking like three to five road events, three to five gravel events, and my usual mountain bike weeknight series that I do in May and June could be a, a really fun season. So I'm uh, throw me some suggestions. Now, I know some of you guys are all over the place and you guys are going to say, Hey, come to Kentucky, come to Spain, come to, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm a podcaster with a teacher budget. So keep it realistic, but I'd love to get around. Speaking of get around, Bike Town, yes, I promise it's still happening. The Bend episode, I'm going out for some more shooting here in the spring because I want to get some more footage and things like that for that episode. I've also, in the works, we have Spokane, Portland, and Seattle are in that, and, and that you know, beginning to plan out phase. Um, I'm planning at least a full three-episode launch, probably this late this spring or maybe even early summer. Sorry about that. Drop me a note if you either live in some of those places or have some place to suggest I go in other, uh, except being really mean and telling me to go someplace nasty. Um, so there we go. Speaking of training, the circle is complete. If you guys have listened to this show over the years, 
You know that I was once a true believer in a great little invention from a guy who slowly became an online friend of mine. I don't think we've never met in person, but uh, Sir David McQuillan, his sick little invention many years ago that started out as just a couple videos has grown. The Sufferfest, you know that. I lost contact with the Sufferfest over time. I kind of phased myself out a little bit, went towards the Zwift world, um, and found out that these two worlds can coexist. And um, I was looking for motivation recently to get fast again, as long with ways to strengthen my back. I injured my back doing something that I took for granted that I could always do and would always be able to do. And I tweaked my back and I spent three weeks with a sore back that I couldn't do a lot of things and I got pissed at myself. And um, I was looking for something, some ways to get strength. And that's when I saw the massive upgrades and community build that the Sufferfest has built. Uh, strength training, mental training, the brutal cycling workouts designed by some of the top coaches in the world, uh, multifaceted approaches to all-around strength for cyclists, and get this one, yoga. That's how I found it. I was looking for a strengthening ex exercise for my back, and I, f I was interested in discovering what yoga is, and I know I'm probably late to the table on this one, but I found this uh, these yoga segments that are on this on the Sufferfest, and they're tailored to cyclists, and I'm really impressed, you guys. And I am not paid to sell to say this at all. You know, shit. I'm a podcaster. I'm not even paid, right? But I am back in in with the Sufferfest to get an idea for you guys to what's been brewing there. I reached out to David again, the man behind the country itself, Sir David McQuillan from the Sufferfest right here on the Pack Filler Podcast. Right, you guys, today's guest should actually be someone you, if you have experienced his so-called, and I put this part in, in quotations, training platform, um, it should cause shivers whenever you hear his name. His brainchild likely to um, you know, come from either some sort of sadism or masochism has grown immensely since his first appearance on the Pack Filler, which was a long time ago, to what would... Uh, not only be called a success, but a cult bordering on cycling perfection. Let's welcome back to the show the creator of the Sufferfest and all the things that it represents, Sir David McQuillan. How are you, man? Oh, fantastic, man. I cannot believe it has been so long uh, since I've been on the show. I mean, it Years and years, huh? Back in the back in the early days, it uh, it has, and and I wanted to get that out here because I don't know if people are going that far back into the Pack Filler archive to know that um, it must be said that we do have a history. I've been a fan of you since the the very beginning. I honestly, I I've lost the iPad, the iPad, the iPod, with I think <laughs> one of the original videos with I think it was Perry Roubaix footage on it. Uh -huh, oh, the, oh, the old bootleg stuff. Yeah, exactly. Before, before when we when we had our video podcast, um, and we didn't have the rights to anything, and we had it up <laughs> on the iTunes uh, store as a, a vodcast. Yeah, that was, that was believe it or not, man, that was ten years ago. Oh, sh really? Oh, god. Yeah. Well, um, that I I knew we were in for something back then, and I um, I just. Let's talk to, if you can, let's kind of, ex what spawned that? What was that original idea that you went, this is something that's not being done or it's being done differently or incorrectly. I'm going to start this. 
Yeah, well, you know, I first started making videos for myself to train indoors when uh, I was living in Switzerland. This was 10 years ago. And living in Zurich in the wintertime, it's pretty tough to ride a bike outside. So I spent a lot of time on my my trainer and was bored out of my mind oh, with the, the options available at the time. And at that time, the only thing that was there was um, spinnervals. And all credit to Coach Troy for having created the genre of indoor uh, entertainment. But that was all there was. Uh, and you could listen to music maybe, and podcasts weren't really that big then. Uh, and I was bored out of my mind. So I thought, well, you know, when I was a kid racing in the 80s, I used to watch videos of LeMond and Eno racing up out the Wes and oh, pretend yeah. I was with them. Maybe maybe I'll go back to those days. So I ripped off a bunch of videos from YouTube and put some music to it. Um, yeah, that motivated me, gave it to my friends. They liked it. I thought, wow, okay, this is cool. I'll make more of these. And that and that brings us up to that period where I put the videos on uh, the Apple Store as a vodcast. And all of a sudden, lots of people started downloading them. And, and you found that podcasting and vodcasting is so lucrative and financially rewarding. <laughs> I'm saying that out of complete sarcasm because here I am sitting in the same position I have been for over 10 years. But, but enough about me. Um, was there a moment when you could say truthfully that the idea of uh, the nation of Sufferlandria came into view on all this? Well, um, I would like to say that where we are today as, um, as the Sufferfest was all intentional and that I had a master plan that successfully <laughs> built up over years. But yeah. okay. in truth, um, it's all been accidental. And uh, Sufferlandria came about when I was making one of our early videos called Local Hero. Okay. And local hero, I was using footage from the World Championships in Geelong. Um, what was that? 2011. Was that right? Oh, man. Um, it's, gosh, we're going way back. But it, it was uh, the one in Australia. And I wanted to make this story about how the viewer was riding in the World Championships. But, of course, what country would the viewer be from? Because the World Championships is all about national teams. And yeah. that's when uh, – I thought, wow, okay, we got to create a country here so that the viewer of the video can um, can compete. And so I asked our Sufferfest community, our, our quite small Sufferfest community at the time on Facebook, um, what would someone who rides for the Sufferfest, what, what country would they be from? And uh, we got lots of suggestions. And uh, in the end, we uh, came up with the, the idea that Sufferlandria was our, our home nation. Oh, wow. And, and were, was at this point, were you designing all the workouts yourself? Yeah, 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 all the work. I did everything, man. I, I had a real job. Uh, I, I worked for a, a bank and had a nice career. And <laughs> really, I was just I was just making the videos for fun. It was just a hobby. Uh, I didn't intend it to be a job and certainly not a company. So I, I was enjoying teaching myself how to edit videos and do sound and build websites and you know do online marketing and manage communities, uh, make t-shirts, yeah. negotiate rights, you name it. I, I, I did it all, really. At what point did it become, oh God, this is either getting too big or oh yay, this is getting too big, it's time to go full bore? 
That was about 2012. By this time, I was living in Singapore, working for uh, for another bank, and I was in I was part of the management team for this bank, so I was qu- quite senior. And uh, I only mention that because that job required me to work uh, phenomenal hours. Uh, you know, I never saw my my wife or kids. Yeah. Um, I, I had zero work life balance. Singapore is an amazing country. I, I'm a huge fan of the country, but I'm not a fan of the work life balance there, especially having moved from Switzerland, where it's really good. And um, you know, out, out the door before the sun was up, and, and certainly home and, um, after it was down. And at this time, the Sufferfest was really taking off. Uh, we we uh, had released uh, several new videos, a new format. We started working with uh, Coach Neil Henderson yeah. uh, to design the workouts, and it got to the point where you know customer service was taking all my time, answering questions from Sufferlandrians, and um, I had to make the decision what to do here. Do I keep going in my banking career because they wanted me to renew my contract, or do I um, take a punt and focus on the Sufferfest? And it, it was a fairly easy decision because that decision was based on my family and I, I really wanted to see my wife and kids from time to time so we decided to leave Singapore and move to Australia uh, and I would focus just on the suffer fest and see if I could make it um, something that um, my family could live off of and and that original format as I recall was a regular release of videos people would purchase the videos um, and then they would have them internally on their hard drive and that sort of a mentality. Um, and, and as I said at the beginning of this, I've been away for a bit. I achieved knighthood, which is still honestly one of the hardest things I think I've ever done on a bike. And, and I'm not just kissing your ass and saying that. That's genuinely true. Um, I love the community they're, they're in. And as all things do, you know, the popularity of that platform exploded. And, um, and, and I'm sure you guys decided at one point in time we need to change our style. We need to go to this this monthly format. And um, or, and some people were choosing to keep the existing videos, and you guys decided to go to this monthly. What what was it that prompted that, and um, was there any looking back? Yeah, wow. Well, yeah, we, now we get into a really complicated uh, era in yeah. the history of Sufferlandria. And that was the, the shift from being a media company where we yeah. made videos that people bought and then played on their computer um, to a subscription-based uh, technology company. Uh, and that was, not an, that was neither an easy decision, uh, although it was certainly inevitable, um, and nor was it an easy transition. And maybe we, we preface this with what was happening in the industry because the, the, the indoor training market really started to change dramatically oh, yeah. um, in 2013, really. Um, 2012, uh, it really kind of started to kick off, but t- 2012, 2013 is when smart trainers started to come out. And oh, God, yeah. that, um, that you had devices which you could connect to apps and train to. And this is around the time where Trainer Road came out um, with an app that allowed you to do workouts that communicated with your trainer and set targets for you. Um, we worked a lot with Trainer Road in those early days because we had complementary products. They had a, an app that 
just showed you a graph and workout targets, but wasn't very interesting. Yeah. And we had content that was um, really entertaining and, and immersive. And together, that that combination worked great. Uh, not now, I, I suppose maybe 18 months, two years after that is when um, more players started coming out. The, the most prominent of them and, and now the biggest player in the market was Zwift, which fundamentally changed the, the indoor training market uh, with their game-based app. It was incredibly engaging. People loved it. Um, it was novel. It was effective. And here we were selling our downloadable videos. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of a crisis moment for us. We, you know, the the probability that the Sufferfest would survive this was not certain. Yeah. Well, you're you're at the point where your your relationship is finite. I mean, and I don't mean that to sound like money, 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 but I mean if you're selling something once, that product is gone. And, and that had to have been a decision that had to be in there. If you guys want sustainability, you can't just say, here you go, see you later. Yeah, exactly. In a subscription-based market where that was the norm for us to be selling downloadable videos uh, was was a recipe for disaster for us. It, it, yeah. We could see that we, we would not survive this um, if we stayed with this model. Furthermore, other platforms that were using our videos uh, within their platform, they weren't um, they weren't designing the workouts the way that our coach wanted those workouts to be designed. It wasn't the kind of training stimulus that uh, they were supposed to deliver the way that the intention was. Yeah. So we decided that we needed to um, build our own app that would deliver a Sufferfest experience the way we wanted it delivered with the kind of effectiveness that we wanted. Um, and that was when something... Uh, um, fantastic happened. Um, and that is when Reed Weber, who is the co-founder of Trainer Road, left the company. Okay. And uh, I had uh, known Reed because I'd been working with him for a while. And as soon as I heard that he had left, I gave him a call and uh, said, Reed, we need to talk. And uh, Reed joined us sometime later to become our chief technology officer. And he led the development of our app, which uh, which we released and made that transition to a subscription-based company. Um, for a while, we had the app and video downloads available at the same time. Yeah. But uh, you know, we always had the plan to migrate fully to subscription, which was, was hard for us to do and uh, certainly upset uh, a certain percentage of uh, Sufferlandrians who really wanted to keep those downloads. Um, most Sufferlandrians stayed with us uh, through this transition, but, but a lot left as well. And uh, went over to other platforms, uh, although they're they're starting to rediscover us now and see that we're quite different than the Sufferfest, the Sufferlandrian nation that they left several years ago. Well, yeah, and that's kind of something you know that now we can get to kind of the heart of the of the issue involved and um, t what has changed I mean, other than you know I could go into the obvious details and and I could probably do a, a, a a one-hour commercial for you guys. I've been back now for for three weeks myself. Okay, I'm you know, and I I was there for an incredibly long time. I came back looking for some different things, and I was absolutely uh, blown away. So I don't know if you want to say what has changed since those are that original release, and and what makes the Sufferfest different. I mean, I guess we could start with things such as as 40p as as the variety. 
Well, I, I, you know, I, I mean, of course I can tell you that, but I, I'd, be, I'd love to hear what you think is different when you came and uh, and took a look at us um, and and saw what Sufferlandria has to offer now. Well, and what, 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 what were you expecting and what, what did you find? Well, to be honest, um, personally, I, I, I don't know if it's an age-related thing or whatever it might be, but um, I, I'm not going to say it's age. You know, I was, I was doing something in my other job the other, uh, about five, six weeks ago, uh, did something, rotated my back the wrong way. And uh, basically was, you know, I, I walked around like I was Batman and I couldn't rotate my torso <laughs> for about three weeks. And I got pissed at myself because I'm thinking of my, uh, thinking here I am, I've been an active cyclist since the freaking 1980s. Um, my body fat percentage is, you know, never gone that high. I'm not going to get all bragging about anything like that. But um, I, I realized that I can't do the things that I used to be able to do, and I got mad at myself because of it. And my father and I, you know, my wife and everybody I experienced talks so much about strength and body fitness and core fitness. And so that's a long description to start talking about the fact that I started looking into what do I need to do to strengthen more than just my cycling-based body. And that was where I found what you guys are, have, have branched out into. It still, for me, has a cycling-based feel, but with the additional offerings of strength training, of yoga training, of even, even what you're doing with mental training, and it almost feels like a complete online coaching experience. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yes. Great. Am I close? <laughs> I guess we're, we're, uh, we're, we're on uh, the right path, if that's what you've experienced, because that's exactly what we're trying to deliver. Um, you know, when, when the market started to change and we built our app, the original intention was that we were going to have Sufferfest videos in there and you'd be able to do the workouts in our app and connect to your devices. And, and that would be great. But of course, um, the market keeps evolving and innovating. And uh, especially with, with Swift around, um, we realize, well, if we're going to be not just survive, but if we're going to be really successful, we're going to have to be more innovative. We're going to have to think about ourselves differently. Uh, and we came back to what our mission is. And our, our mission is to make people feel proud of themselves. And we were thinking, okay, well, what can we do to, to keep making Sufferlandrians feel proud of themselves? Well, well, that led to the idea that we could be the one-stop app for someone's uh, all of someone's training needs 
not just on the bike, but everything else. And if we did that, then we would have something that no one else was able to provide. And if we could do that with some of the best sports science in the market, then we'd be delivering results to Sarfordlandians that would really make them feel proud of themselves. This was reinforced when we realized that a lot of people were training with the Sufferfest and then going over to Zwift to race or going out into the real world to race. Okay. And that we really were a powerful training platform. So in order to be the one-stop app for all your training needs, one, we had to deliver the best cycling workouts. And that's when we brought four-dimensional power into the market. And that was last year. And that's when we launched our um, infamous uh, FTP is dead campaign. Yeah, yeah. Which you might have seen. Uh, um, 40P is uh, something that Neil Henderson developed and uh, is something that all coaches use with uh, elite athletes. And it's a full power profile. You know, good coaches with good athletes do not base their workouts only on FTP. And everybody's got quite used to just training with FTP because that's all the market has offered. But with 40P, people all of a sudden could do workouts that were tailored to their exact power profile. And that is incredibly um, yeah. uh, effective for yeah. someone to get the exact right training stimulus. You know, now, if you weren't a good sprinter and you were doing you know, sprints in any other training app, they were probably way too hard for you. But now in the Sufferfest, they're targeted at what you are capable of. Um, that uh, that was a result, like I said, of working with Neil Henderson and his yeah. team at Apex. And um, I can't underestimate how influential Neil has been on our thinking and helping us create such a, a powerful training tool. Uh, we also then go ahead. He and he's got a pretty good resume. Yeah, you know, Neil is one of the most amazing <laughs> guys, yet most humble uh, I've I've ever met in the sport. You know, the other day I was saying, you know, Neil, we want to we want to talk about you a little bit more and in, in some of our communications, you know, um, how many how many world championships have you coached your athletes to? Yeah. And uh, he didn't know the answer. And this <laughs> is right after he had coached Rowan Dennis to the world time trial championships yeah. uh, a few months back. So Neil went away and I don't know, a week later, I get a message from him with the with the number. You're not going to believe how many people, how many world championships he's coached his athletes to. Forty-seven. Holy shit! Really? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, yeah, when you got a guy who's led his athletes to that many world championships, who's also led his athletes to you know the, the Tour de France yellow jersey, the Giro d'Italia yeah. uh, Malia Rosa, you know, the Vuelta's leaders jersey, you know, just over two hundred national championships. Um, you know that the sports science behind the Sufferfest is going to be exceptionally good. And we always tell people, look, whatever workout you're doing, take a look at the coach who designed it because the workouts and the training plans are only as good as the coach who designed them. And we've got one of the world's best coaches. Well, I, I do want to mention something fairly interesting. And in fact, I was I was waiting to see if you were going to mention them first, that you do mention Zwift, that you do mention something that would, in in a normal setting would be considered your competition. And I put your competition in quotes that you're actually thinking in terms of, yeah, they're going to go over there. Um, they're going to go over there to race, but we're going to get them ready to go over there. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, we, I mean, we we're, we're very realistic about, about the market and our competitors and talk openly about it. Um, and you know, we, we couldn't develop a, 
a successful strategy unless we really we we thought about what they were doing and and how we could carve out our space in the market because you know we're still self-funded um yeah. they uh they've got more money you know in their uh <laughs> probably in their coffee budget than we do for our entire year <laughs> uh, so we've got to be pretty creative and pretty scrappy and uh and really um really focus on things that are going to make a difference for for athletes to help them become successful. So, you know, it, it's yeah. clear uh, we can be the one-stop app that cyclists need to become the the most well-rounded athlete possible and that's something that no one else can do. And, and I got to say after doing that 4DP, I have done FTP tests all along. I've done one I've done them back when you guys were pushing, you know, that was where you got your foundation and I've done some with Swift and I've done some in personal coaching opportunities and things like that. And 4DP kicked my ass. It truly did. I felt that I, I now know I'm, I was doing something wrong in my preparation. And here I am. And that's hard for a guy who's been, you know, an active cyclist since the eighties. It's hard to, to, to understand that everything I thought I always knew, it might not be as new um, or as as good, it might not be as good as I always thought it was. You know, my my original training mentality is not as effective as it was. And what I like seeing about what you guys are doing now is, and and you gave me a little sneak preview, if I can mention, of what you guys are pr- planning to to bring to this the entire operation with this new app is really really beneficial in that you can see the specific workouts what your weaknesses are inside that workout and how often it is emphasized. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we gave you a beta copy of uh, our app that we're going to be releasing uh, in January. And uh, that app has got a lot of improvements to it. It's um, One of the, the, the key things what you're talking about is the, the graph, right? So yeah. normally with indoor training apps, you've just got a blue graph there and you're watching the blue graph and you yeah. have no idea um, you know, what a particular effort is targeting. Um, because everything's based on FTP. Yeah. But with the Sufferfest, because when you do a workout, different efforts are based on different metrics. You know, that two-minute effort um, in, uh, in, in uh, for instance, uh, actually a 90-second effort in our video, Butter, is based on your maximal aerobic power. So it's yellow so that you can see that it's related to your maximal aerobic power, and that's what the target is set on. It's not set on your FTP, which is blue. And then, of course, anaerobic capacity and neuromuscular power are also different colors so that you, when you look at a graph, you can see exactly what systems that graph is targeting. Yeah, and my graph, for, for example, will say that there's a specific thing I need to work on. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I can I can dumb it down for people like myself and go, me must work on more yellow stuff. And, and then I look at a workout and I see that it's got a lot more of that stuff incorporated in it. And all of a sudden I'm realizing that I'm working on something to better my, my weakness and not necessarily just enhance my strength. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, when you get your power profile after doing our, our full frontal test and you've got so you've got your 40P, you get your rider type. So we give you one of six different rider types, which, of course, nobody else is, is doing and is, is a really good insight into who you are as a cyclist now. It's not necessarily who you will always be, but it's based on what you've been doing and, and who you are genetically. This is the kind of rider type you are and uh, strengths and weaknesses. And uh, and then, of course, we've got training plans that de- that are developed by Neil and uh, and Matt Casson, his uh, cycling physiologist, uh, more than 100 plans now, which is just unbelievable. Only a couple of years ago, we didn't have any. Well, that um, 
that alone is is a huge thing right there um, to be able and and how are they? Would you say they're individualized or, or that we can, they can be tweaked as you go? I've seen some things, for example, through um, for t- through Training Peaks where you can you can tweak it just a little bit. Well, um, in Final Surge, our training plans are available on two different platforms, Training Peaks and Final Surge, because we don't have a training plans functionality in our app yet. There will be one coming next year. Um, So you have to use training plans or or Final Surge. Uh, Final Surge uh, allows you to move days around quite easily. Training Peaks allows you to do that, but only if you have their premium subscription, which costs some money, Um, whereas Final Surge is free to do that. Oh, okay. What I would say, though, is that the training plans that we offer are the most personalized training plans you can get on the market today because they are based um, on your weakness and on your goal. And then all of the workouts within the plans are tailored to your exact 40p profile when you're using the Sufferfest app. On top of that, they're the only plans where you can add integrated strength training, uh, yoga and mental toughness tracks to the plan to be the most well-rounded athlete that you could be. And th- thank you. That was a perfect segue in terms of what brought those about. Um, the strength training, the yoga, and the mental, the mental training elements. Was that, I mean, what, what brought that into your brains to, be, to be able to add that to the platform? Well, maybe it was a similar experience to yours. You know, I'm just getting older. Um, <laughs> And uh, I was having a harder time kind of getting out of bed, you know, going down to get my coffee. I was just feeling stiffer in the morning than I I normally would. Um, And uh, also super weak core and, you know, terrible flexibility. And I thought, man, we need to get some yoga um, into our app because cyclists can really benefit from yoga. And this was a game changer for us to do this because we we were a cycling video company, right? We're a cycling app. Uh, But we, we just didn't... We never thought of ourselves like that. We just kept coming back. What can we do to make people feel proud of themselves? What can we do to be the most complete training uh, app? And uh, we started looking for yoga. And then we found the amazing Abby Carver, who makes 15-minute videos designed for cyclists that are purely performance-based. There's no spirituality about them. Um, you know, you just get in uh, and get it done. And we uh, worked with her and added, I think when we first launched Yoga for Cyclists, we had 20 videos. We've got 30 now. We'll be adding another five next month. Jesus. Uh, and yoga um, today accounts for about 30% of the sessions on our app. Really? Wow. I mean, and as somebody who's brand new to it, and I, I, I think it's no way and i'm not hiding anything by saying that abby and i are talking about maybe potentially either either adding on to this episode or a, a or a standalone episode in itself because it's something that i'm i think i'm late to the table in terms of understanding the benefits of yoga and what it can do um but it it definitely seems like something that needs to be incorporated especially for those of us with backs and core issues yeah you know um we've got several different groups on facebook for the different areas of the Sufferfest uh app and the yoga one is one where you go into it and you just see people whose eyes have been opened, uh, oh. and whose, uh, whose hamstrings have been loosened and uh, who are just amazed at the difference that they're seeing in themselves after doing even just a few sessions of the yoga. Um, many of them have done our yoga 30 day challenge. Uh, Abby Carver is in those those groups um, helping people get the most out of the program. 
Uh, and like I said, you can add the yoga tracks to our training plans. Um, yeah. it, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. My favorites are like the hip openers cause I've just got really stiff hips um, and some of the, um, the, the, the core strengtheners and the, um, the hamstring, um, flexibility those, those sessions are just awesome first and they're only 15 minutes so you can always fit them in yeah first one i did and it, and it, i swear to god it was what brought me back into it and i was sold the minute i did it as i said at the opening of the show my back was hurting like crazy there was one that said loosen your back and i said okay i'm gonna come back i'm gonna try the free trial i did that and that was it by the end of it i said honey i gotta clear out uh, just a tinch more of money every month because i'm in i'm, I'm serious <laughs> i was in i mean and you guys all always had me i was always a big fan of the cycling videos but that uh, when i walked away and i actually stood up without going you know the old man uh, you know that kind of a sound in the background i knew it was yeah. i knew i was good to go yeah that's awesome that's awesome so, so and and then uh, the strength training element of it is also something and you you i I think I sent you a note when I was trying to get you back on the show and you, I told you I was going to try the strength training and you were exactly right. The beginning level, I thought, okay, I'm going to start at intermediate or, you know, whatever. And I thought, I'm just going to, I'm going to do the intermediate. And I accidentally clicked the beginning level and I'm really <laughs> glad I clicked the beginning level because it, it too kicked my ass. And as you said, you're going to walk away a little sore from that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, who would have known that 11 minutes uh, yeah. could hurt so much the next day? With the water bottle in your hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, strength training is a topic we started talking about two years ago. Uh, is something that we wanted to add because it, it's clear that you know most cyclists know we should do some strength training. Um, the problem is we don't know what to do. And we don't know how often to do it. And we don't know how to do it. So we end up not doing it. Yeah. Um, because strength training is quite complicated when it comes to um, integrating in a cyclist's riding routine and uh, um, improving performance. So, again, working with Neil Henderson and Matt Casson and the, and the team at Apex, we developed a, a routine specifically designed for cyclists that was only body weight based. You don't need any extra, uh, any, any equipment. And these were some of the requirements that we had that you could yeah. do in your own home that did not take an hour um, because we know everybody's time crunched. So we need something that's going to deliver maximum gain in the minimum amount of time. Um, uh, it took us two years to bring this to market because it really is quite complex. Um, the uh, we designed all the routines, did the filming ourselves, uh, tested them. I remember talking with Mac uh, about the, like the beginner routine, saying, "You know, Mac, it's only eleven minutes. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, we can make it longer than that, right?" And he's like, "Just do it." Uh, and I did it. I'm like, "Okay, that's fine. Eleven minutes is perfect. That's good." Uh, and then you know, just building up the progression because another problem with cyclists with strength training is they get sore and they stop. Yeah. So. We designed it in a way that is really progressive in nature that um, starts to get body used to it, then goes into a build phase and then goes into a maximizing gains phase. And uh, it's been awesome to release strength training, uh, particularly since we've now got training plans that uh, are strength optimized. So if you're going to do strength training, we've got specific cycling training plans that you use with that strength plan to make sure that uh, you get the, the most gains from that program. 
And uh, strength training, even though we've only launched it, uh, gosh, just a few weeks ago, um, we're really? approaching the same kind of usage levels as yoga already. I didn't know it was that new. Wow. Okay. So I yeah. obviously I came in right at the right time because it's it's yeah. it's something that I'm finding really beneficial. Um, now I have to also say something about this. You know what the the core concept of this is, and and sometimes the dreaded. Um, uh, motivation element and how to keep yourself motivated when some of your a lot of your stuff tends to be solo you know I'm on my trainer by myself I'm doing the yoga workouts by myself and and these types of things do you guys have any ways to offset sometimes the the doldrums of people sitting in their houses doing this stuff by themselves how do people stay motivated do you guys have any any things to work through that well um if you're asking about like the, the social element of, of, of the app, sure. um, there's some things that we'll be releasing next year that will really? make the Sufferfest experience m- more social. However, uh, we do have our mental toughness program. And our mental toughness program has got several modules that deal with the topic of motivation. And uh, we actually developed that program um, because we realize that elite athletes, all they all use mental t- toughness training, but your everyday athlete doesn't. You know, ninety-nine percent of uh, of us have never stopped to think about how we could improve our physical performance through mental toughness. Uh, and there, you know, I started looking what kind of tools were out there to help athletes, and there really wasn't anything. You could read a big book. Uh, or you, you know, you could go to a talk and take some notes and, or you could get a, a, um, a sports psychologist, but none of those were really practical for yeah. a time crunched athlete. So that's when we decided, well, we're, let's build our own. And, um, we built the program around the four habits of the mentally tough, uh, to uh, help folks improve their focus, uh, their goal setting, their review and their reflection and their positive thinking. And if there's any group uh, of Sufferlanderians who have really had their life changed um, by spending time in Sufferlandria, it's the folks who have gone through the mental toughness program. Uh, th- we, we take people through uh, every couple of months, we take them through it. It's a 10 week program. And in that group at the end, you really have people saying this just changed my life, not just on the bike, but, you know, guys are saying I, I went out and I, I aced the job interview because of what I learned in this program, or I improved, you know, my relationships uh, because of what I learned here, or I just feel better about myself because I now know how to use positive self-talk. Uh, if it's, it's not as popular as, as yoga or strength training, although it certainly has a, a good foothold in Sufferlandria, but I think it's the one area that we feel most proud of having brought to the community. Well, and I mean, everybody talks about the benefits of meditation in some of those things. And I'm not talking about what some people classify when they think of meditation. I'm thinking of, you know, reflection, calm, positive thinking and things like that. And a lot of people overlook that. And I think it's something and I've just kind of dabbled in it. I'm not going to lie. I'm starting to kind of realize that maybe it, it might not be a bad thing to include, especially when some of your sessions are, you know, nine minutes. And, you know, at what who doesn't have nine minutes in your day when you can just sit back and put your, put your headphones in and just kind of listen to this and focus on something. And but there are some some written elements involved in it. You're supposed to keep a little workbook along with you and, and kind of follow some specific steps. 
That's right. I mean, this is it, um, our mental toughness training is not a meditation program. Yeah. Um, there, there are some elements of, uh, of calming down and reflecting on performance, but it's really about changing your mental habits. There we go. Uh, you know, one key one is positive self-talk. You know, when you're in the middle of an interval and you're thinking, I can't do this, I, you know, this is just too hard. Maybe I'm going to dial it down. I'm going to quit after this interval and then, you know, I'm not going to finish this workout. Not that you would ever say that, Sir Patrick. Never. Um, but... <laughs> You know, when we talk to ourselves like that, it affects our performance. Or if we're in a climb and we're, we're starting to feel like we're suffering and other guys are starting to pull away and we think, oh, I can't keep up with these guys. These guys are faster than me. Um, we don't have to talk to ourselves that way. And when we change to positive self-talk and we start saying, look, you know, this is the way I'm supposed to be feeling. This is good. You know, you're with them now. Um, you can get through this. Just focus on this effort. Uh, you perform better. And even getting clear on your goals. Um, you know, one of the first modules that we take you through in this program is, is uh, answering the question, why are you doing this? Um, you know, <laughs> what are you actually striving for? But most of us don't actually know in the end. We're not clear. And it doesn't have to be some kind of uh, incredibly impressive goal. It's just getting clear on what our key motivators are and then keeping those in mind to help us through those rough patches when, say, our motivation isn't where it should be. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, to con continue on with some of this motivation elements you're talking about, you do have um, a lot of other things going on outside of that. You have your social media groups. You have um, your specific events. Um, for example, I, I, the Tour of Sufferlandria, and I, I haven't been able to look through a lot of the other events, but I saw a gigantic freaking list of them. Yeah, yeah, we've got, you know, we've got our yoga challenge, we've got our yoga, um, our body and mind recharge challenge, we've got the Tour of Sufferlandria, we've got Suff Day, yeah. um, the International Day of Suffering, um, you know, we have our, our, our um, African mountain biking team that we sponsor that everybody yeah. really gets behind, the, the Home Stretch Foundation uh, for female athletes. Uh, yeah, we've got a, we've got a lot going on, um, a lot of badges in the Sufferfest app now that you can earn. So, uh, yeah, it's quite fun. And of course, you know, all the, the, the Sufferlandrian communities on Facebook are just absolutely wild. There's the most positive, um, supportive and funniest groups I think, uh, out there. Yeah. And the, and the embassy concept, is that still, how's that rolling? Yeah, yeah, we've got embassies, uh, gosh, I'm not sure how many countries now, but uh, over 150 different locations around the world playing playing the Sufferfest in their studios. Uh, yeah, that's great. We've got some new things coming next year as well for our embassies. So uh, it's a part of the business we're, we're pretty excited about. That's great. Well, and it sounds like, and, and uh, throughout the context of this interview, I've heard a lot of this is coming, this is coming, this is coming. And, and I want people to know that what is there right now will blow your mind. And to know that all these other additions are coming, it sounds like you guys have taken on the, the idea of, of innovate or die and, you, and you're building the program. And I don't think anybody's going to necessarily get bored with it. Yeah, I mean, we absolutely believe that we've got um, the the best platform there for anyone who wants to become the most well-rounded cyclist that they can be. And the, you know, the content and the programs are, have been a lot of fun to put together and uh, are having a great impact uh, on people. So I don't think you would get bored with the Sufferfest now. And, you know, uh, 
Sir Patrick, uh, having <laughs> wandered out of Suffolandria for a little while and now come back, <laughs> when you go and try some of the uh, our newer Sufferfest uh, cycling workouts, uh, you're going to be pretty amazed at how they have changed yeah. uh, in terms of the, the quality, the storylines, the effectiveness of the workouts. Um, there's a lot of new sessions there for you to try out. So I'm in a lot of trouble is what you're saying. Oh, you, you, uh, no, I'm no. Screwed. The people you ride with are in a lot of trouble. Yeah, right. you're going to well, be crushing them. Yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope my good friend and, and sometimes co-host Paul Main is listening to this because I, I, I desperately need something to get caught up on him. Actually, I don't want him listening to this because then he's going to use it against me. But um, and, and before I even begin to kind of close up this interview, I, I do want to mention to my listeners right now that this is, um, I, I'm going to say this with you on the line right now, I am in no way getting rewarded for this financially in any way, shape, or form. I, I never have been. Um, you guys have always done something that I have always thought was amazing and interesting. I, I have to admit, at a point in time, I got to the point where I was one of those grumpy curmudgeons who went, I don't need to pay the money. I've got all my videos. I can just work off the 15 I have. And as time passed, I, I stopped doing it because th there wasn't the innovation and there wasn't the change and there wasn't the continued challenge. And now I'm finding myself really, really, really needing to get my ass back in gear. And um, you guys have the closest thing to replace a human professional coach that I've seen online. Yeah, great. Uh, coach Neil will be really happy to hear that. Yeah. Uh, he'll be through. Well, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm congratulations on your success, man. And, and it sounds like you guys have a really good, you know, collective head on your shoulders, I guess I could say. And it sounds like you're going in great places and I can't wait to see what you guys are up to. Oh, thanks, man. We're, st we're, we're, we're trying our best. We're listening to what Suffering Landrians are asking for. And, uh, and we're trying to, uh, to bring out the, the, you know, the, the most effective things we can to help them get faster, stronger and tougher. So, uh, we'll keep going. Keep keep giving us feedback. Let me know how you get on with the new the new videos and uh, how that strength training pays off for you. Absolutely. Thanks for your time, man. Thank you. So there you go. Again, I am not paid to say it, but if you're looking for a Christmas gift for yourself or somebody else who's struggling with training and getting things dialed in or that total body fitness that we so desperately need and many of us neglect, I endorse at least the trial for this program. I have been on board for eight weeks is all I've been on so far. Been back to the Sufferfest for eight weeks, and I have already noticed improvements. The strength videos are quick. I think the longest strength videos I've done are like 30 minutes, maybe 40. But I've been uh, sore from the efforts, you guys, which obviously means I need this shit. The planks, the side planks, stuff like that, they're horrible, horrible tools of the devil. They are evil, but shit, they work. And... Each of these videos mixes it up. They have a, a huge library of stuff like that. Uh, the yoga showing me that I need it also, getting, dealing with flexibility issues and recovery issues. Workouts sync with training peaks or final surge. I don't know final surge. I know training peaks. I'm using the free version of training peaks. You can purchase. You, you don't purchase. When you purchase, I'm, I'm using the word purchase, and I'll explain it here in a second. When you purchase the training sessions, the training uh, calendars, what am I trying to say? Yeah, anyway, eight-week training schedules. That's the word. Jesus Christ. Um, you purchase them through the Sufferfest. You don't buy them because they're free as a part of that monthly membership, and you, you send it directly to your Training Peaks account, 
and it suddenly puts it into a day-by-day basis. If you want to add strength to that, it adds it in on specific days. If you want to put yoga in, if you want to put mental training strength in, all these types of things. I know this is sound like a huge commercial, but I'm excited about it. I'm paying the full price for it every month, and I'm really impressed with it. So it's it's pretty cool stuff. I recommend giving it the try. It's a, I think it's a seven-day trial, and you guys can see if you, you truly think something of it. And let me know what you think, okay? That's the episode. Let me know how your holidays went, you guys. Good luck. God knows I'm going to need it, but uh, there we go. Keep things in perspective, right? Put the glass down when you start thinking politically. Go for a ride. Go for a walk. Or fuck it. Take a nap, right? Thanks, Lorraine. Everybody, subscribe to the show. Follow it on Facebook. For now, Facebook twits. Or Twitter or Instagram, or hell, you can just email me, patrick at packfiller.com. We'll catch you. Maybe one before New Year's Eve. I don't know. We might be able to pull one in there before we get it in. If not, see you in the new year. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.